0: This call is being recorded. You are locked on Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everybody. Um, we finally have hit the practice fields uh, for the NFL playoffs. Browns got in a practice today, um, so we are certainly going to break all of that down for you uh, as we get ready for Sunday night in Heinz Field. And this is what we have to this point. Um, A lot of players listen as questionable as, you know, would happen later in the season. Jack Conklin, Miles Garrett, uh, Terrence Mitchell, not injury-related. Donovan Peoples-Jones, off the concussion list, uh, he's also listed. uh, Sheldon Richardson, and Jay Stewart, uh, and also Wyatt Teller listed as questionable for Mr. Conklin. He was another one of an illness, so fingers crossed certainly in that regard. But well, here we go, your Lockdown Browns pregame show, playoff style for the first time ever. Jeff Lloyd with Sports Illustrated, Pete Smith. Uh, I guess people you know, kick it off here, you know, like we normally do on the offensive side of the ball here. Um, look, again, you know, Joe D'Antonio, a very, very steep loss. But you're looking at this point, you're going to play this game with four out of five of what was the best offensive line in the NFL in the 2020 regular season. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, good to go. Uh, without Kadarius Hodges, you certainly were hoping to hear good news on Donovan Peoples-Jones. It looks like that's going to come to fruition. Still waiting word on the likes of Malcolm Smith, Harrison Bryant, um, and of course Denzel Ward. Again, you know, time will tell. Um, at the time of this recording, which is Saturday around seven. I mean, Friday night around seven thirty. Still no word, uh, but that is where we're at with that. Pete, uh, the offense. Look, um, you know what you did last week um, was good. Um, what you did last week against the Steelers defense is not going to be good enough Sunday night. About the de- uh, against the defense that the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to trot out, um, I, and we have no idea. Um, you know, Alex Van Pelt could go in here and be an absolute maestro for one night for this organization. Then again, maybe he couldn't. But uh, this offense, uh, you know, they, they they've been clicking uh, when everybody has been in suit. Uh, they just need to. Just find a way. Um, and if that means Nick Chubb's going to see probably north of 20 carries, which I think he's going to, uh, w- whatever it is, you just, you got to find a way. This team has got to be able to score points Sunday night.
1: Well, I mean, the challenge is obviously the fact that they're going to be playing Michael Dunn at left guard, most likely. Uh, guard number five on the season. Go ahead, Peter. He's. You know, I have no idea what he does. I, I haven't gone back and watched, you know, tape of him at Maryland or the AFL or XFL or any of that stuff. Uh, so, I, you know, you just don't know. Obviously, he, he, it's not as if he just showed up. He's been with the team. So it's not like – You should know the playbook at least, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing. But then you add in the the factor of the this was the first practice they've had all week and the second one they've had in two weeks – like, that's a ridiculously uh, uphill climb. It's like, you know, I don't know if he's married or has a spouse or something, if he's living with his parents or whatever. He's basically, like, asking people walking around the house, screaming at him, rush me! Like, yeah. I just don't know. No, like Cam Hayward would do it! Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a really shitty u- u- up-and-under move. Let's go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just like... Uh, it's tough. I mean, so I mean, offensively, you're you're at a disadvantage in the sense that Cameron Hayward is one of the best in in the NFL. You know, he was named to second team All Pro as as we saw four Browns players, including Batonio, was second team All Pro. Uh, you know, that's going against guy who hasn't played an NFL snap, and it's not as he haven't played football, but it's just a challenge. And then the fact that you know, I, I think. Part of the reason the Browns didn't roll out much last time, other than they did try uh, a little bit going to their left and and got sort of stuffed that way, is I think they were saving it for this week, and you know it's a more attractive option to now roll out, especially going to your right with uh, with Dunn there but the Steelers aren't stupid now they're going to be basically accounting for the <laughs> fact that you're going to be trying to roll out so they could basically outflank you and with a guy like TJ Watt out there that's a really big challenge he can essentially just run around and beat you to that spot so it's it's tough and the same thing with uh with Alex Highsmith who by the way is already better than Bud Dupree like of all the things that need to die the idea that Bud Dupree was really good and or that the Browns need to sign him that's a terrifying prospect but they didn't screen much last week. I assume that's going to be part of it. And then it's really a question of what does Michael Dunn do well? And then running the ball, I think you have to sort of find ways to not block him straight up. In other words, that might be trapping, that might be counters, that might be just something that forced, either has him block down or pull or something that's not having him just take – the guy straight in front of him that makes them predictable. And I think that those things can help. It's tough. I, you know, all of a sudden you have to be concerned about play action that are long developing or ask Baker Mayfield to turn your back to the defense because mm-hmm. you just don't know if that's going to hold. Uh, it, it becomes more of those old, uh, you know, gun sort of things people like to call uh, RPOs that aren't actually RPOs. They're just play action, but that quick sort of game. I, I mean, it, One of the plays that the Browns really haven't used this year uh, is that sort of that quick uh, crossing play action where they just dump the ball to the tight end right behind if they move the guy off the spot. Like those type of things I think could be really helpful in this. And that quick passing game, those things can be helpful. I mean, in general, you saw what the Browns sort of want to accomplish last week. Uh, in, in certain spots, they did a lot of spreading the Steelers out. And so you had situations where like Jarvis Landry was lined up against TJ Watt. That's a great situation for you. you you're going to love that. So, I mean, if you can spread them out and sort of put pressure on them that way, I think those are things that can be helpful. I mean, the the thing is like, and I know Daryl Ryder got crushed for him and I sympathize with his, his idea that, uh, that, uh, you know, that because of the situation that, you know, there's a part of you, that's like, basically you know essentially forfeit and and treat it like a preseason game and I know he took a lot of heat for that but I can't argue the the logic there of saying look I, I you know I don't want Baker Mayfield to get killed behind this or Nick Chubb or whatever having said that the Browns are obviously going to go out there and try to win so in that sense it's like you, I'm sort of split on this. On the one hand, I'm like terrified for Baker Mayfield. On the other hand, I'm loving this, I, I, you know, this situation for Baker Mayfield because he's got nothing to lose. And if he is successful, it's just, you know, it's it's just a tremendous situation for him. Uh, you know, my goal for this whole season in, in addition to going to the playoffs was getting legitimate playoff experience. I don't know if that's going to happen with the circumstances being what they are, uh, no crowd, and obviously you're missing coaches and, and all these players to the COVID that if it made cheapen the experience. But that was sort of a big thing for him and the rest of this team to get a sense of what it takes, what's that next level when you get to the postseason and all that. Because I think he's actually going to thrive in this situation if he can be a little bit less amped up than he was, say, last week, where he was missing a lot of passes uh, that he normally doesn't miss, you know, that basically the Josh Allen accurate throws uh, that uh, that that I don't like. The, which makes me criticize him is he was missing some of those things. And that's, you know, that's how uh, obviously Donovan people's Jones got hurt, which was an unfortunate situation or some of the other throws that just weren't there. The the pass over to the middle of Kadero Hodge, which should have been a walk in touchdown way behind him. And he had to make a Superman play. Uh, so I'm hoping we get more of the Chris Bay- Bayfield, but again, you'll practice for all week, you know, just from my experience, obviously I don't coach in the NFL, nor am I claiming it, I know how frustrating it is to have a thunderstorm wipe out of practice in a game week. Like that's one, not all of them, except one. That's just a really, really difficult situation.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you know, similar to what you were talking about with, you know, Michael Dunn. Um, you know, I, I, I'm sure, you know, Emily Wilkinson, uh, Emily Mayfield did all she could this week. um, filling in um, and before she probably said, okay, that's enough, honey. Um, you know, we're not throwing the NFL ball around maybe a nerf or something of that nature. But this is over. Um, yeah. And this is going to be one thing, whether wh- whatever side of the ball is on these guys for what should have been the most exciting week of their lives. For a lot of these young guys who have never been a part of the NFL playoffs. Um, <clears throat> yeah. The, I mean, the experience is cheap and just like it was for your fans. I mean, sit, I mean, literally sitting here waiting for medical reports as opposed to talking about, you know, the first Cleveland Browns playoff game in 18 weeks. I mean, I'm sorry, 18 years, but you, you just get to this look, you know, yeah, Joel Batoni, the loss is huge. And the fact that there is nobody left, you know, I mean, we'd be, we'd be selling our souls for Nick Harris right about now, but that's not the case. Uh, In my, uh, who knows? Michael Dunn goes out and has a night of his life. Um, But you're going to have to pay attention to him um, with tight ends, um, maybe even with wide receivers, Um, Andy Janovich, certainly Um, maybe, you know, somewhere in in the Stefanski playbook, there's, you know, some hunt and Chubb in the backfield together. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt will probably you know do anything for this franchise. So if that means you know you got to help out and get a little bit dirty here, you know, to make sure you know your quarterback doesn't get killed, maybe go that route. Um, but I, I do agree with Baker because look, I mean, he, he's definitely got to be like a genie in the bottle, um, you know, knowing that this is you know for him to take another rung up the ladder uh, as a franchise quarterback in this league, um, and for him not to be able to go to the facility, not be able to work out, not be able to work on his timing with his receivers. Um, and just get in his general work. It, it's literally just gotta be holding you know basically you know a fire to his feet where he, he, there's nothing he can do about it. And granted, look, these players are gonna be over amped up already because it's a playoff game. Uh, now the fact that they've been you know basically you know caged for most of the week up until today at four thirty when they should have already been home. Um, so it's it's gonna be a, a lot on that side. Um, I, I think I don't think they're gonna back away offensively. I think they're going to come with everything they have. Um, They're going to have to start early. This isn't going to be something where I think their offense is going to get better as the game goes on. Um, I think they're going to have to come out, you know, they're going to have to come out smoking, Pete. Uh, You know, you get the ball first. You got to find a way to get some points here. And as you always say, you know, look, these drives at worst have to end with a toe on the football, not with a Pittsburgh Steeler holding the ball. Turnovers, you cannot risk any in this game
1: yeah you have to win the turnover battle uh and and they have to do better in the uh at the line of scrimmage than they did the past two times i mean even last week wasn't good i mean Joe batonio didn't play particularly well uh that was disheartening to see how bad the left side of the line struggled and my fear obviously is that uh Uh, That, uh, you know, without that sort of security blanket at left guard, this further exposes Jedrick Wills as a rookie at left tackle who's already had an eventful week of his own. Um, So those those things are, you know, let's just add to it. Joe Joe Botonio locks down, you know, left guard normally and helps out you know, that tackle spot doesn't mean he's blocking any before him. It just means he knows where he's going to be and they're not going to miscommunicate.
0: No, 100%. We're going to get here to the defensive side of the ball here. Our thoughts on what's going to need to come from that group. And again, it's going to be one of those, you know, who's in, who's out, uh, you know, 11 play together as one um, and let the chips fall where they may, obviously, because it's not even COVID so much. That's going to be the issue for the defense this week. It's going to be the loss of the Olivier burden. Your pregame, first time ever, Locked On Browns pregame show will continue on the Locked On Podcast Network. With the ever-increasing number of makes, Fiat, Kia, and models, Pacifica, XT5, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating Questions similar to Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX or an SX? And wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet, whether it's for your classic or your daily driver. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same auto parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Pete, we're slowly starting to get some names back into the building on the defensive side of the ball. BJ Goodson, Andrew Sandejo, and say what you want about these guys. These guys actually have playoff experience. They've been in these games before. Still waiting, of course, on Malcolm Smith and, of course, on Denzel Ward. Malcolm Smith, a former Super Bowl MVP. So you would get another guy in here with some playoff experience. And with a, you know, with a lot of young players on this defense, Pete, um, they could get in this situation where, and I've talked about this a little bit this week, where you make one mistake, you know, you give up some yards or you give up a score. And with all the circumstances you're dealing with, it could be enough to just say, you know what, screw it. it it's not going to happen. But you've, you're hopefully going to have some of these veterans here who've been through this and, you know, keep your chin up. We got a lot more time to go. Um, but even still, the, the COVID issues in my opinion aren't the toughest part and hearing miles garrett talk about today where he thinks he had one of his best practices since covid felt he was moving around really well and i'll tell you right now if he can go basically put back on the superman cape that olivier vernon was nice enough to borrow while miles was working his way back that'd be fantastic um no olivier vernon makes for a difficult difficult situation yes ben roethlisberger gets rid of the ball extremely quickly but the mobility is down to zero now. I mean, he is a car stuck in park. The reason the ball gets out so fast is because the guy can't move. Um, you're going to hope uh, Adrian Claiborne uh, can give some sort of assistance in this. I mean, you're hoping for monster weeks from Sheldon Richardson, Larry Ogunjobi. You need this defensive line to essentially do it because it's not, there's just so much shakeup week in, week out. At the linebacker and in the secondary, it's hard to even develop any cohesion. Granted, these aren't the best players on your roster, but you know, with you know playing together, you know, and you learning each other's tendencies a little bit, it helps for a unit to improve. It's really hard to do that when it's basically a different unit week in week out. You need this defensive line, and look, Pittsburgh don't run the much, run the ball much anyway. But you need this defensive line, and look, if Ben's getting it out quick, that's fine. You got to get those big mitts in the air,
1: right? So, losing Olivier Vernon is awful and causes two problems. First, obviously, he he was playing as well as anybody on the team, uh, and he's he the best defensive player for the last six weeks. There's no way around it. Uh, the other part is that because the Steelers don't run the ball, or they they try and immediately give up you don't end up playing the run. So you end up having basically four pass rushers out on the field. So what that looked like last week was Adrian Claiborne playing a lot of defensive tackle and some left end, which is unfortunate given his um, natural inability uh, caused by Miles Garrett's arm. But uh, now you need Adrian Claiborne to play right end, almost exclusively, uh, unless you're going to put Porter Gustin over there uh, or something along those lines. So you now get slightly slower trying to defend uh, trying to defend the, the passing game, and obviously you lose some pass rush. Certainly Adrian Claiborne's no fool. He, he's a talented pass rusher and can get his arms up. But now it becomes more of a – you know, almost like a zone defensive line effort, where certainly they're going to get try to get pressure, but it really is just to try to deflect passes at that point. I don't, I don't know how much they're going to really try to just rush, uh, as opposed to just try to create early pressure and then try to deflect passes. But the uh, the obvious challenges are are defensive back. They are hopeful that they'll get Denzel Ward back. I don't know what kevin johnson's status is if that's just done at this point um i don't know if there was a part of them that almost i I don't know what was behind terrence mitchell's issue for staying home i'm almost wondering if they basically told him to stay home because they could not risk Uh, (laughs) you know what dude get a cab (laughs) go find somewhere
0: you know in in pittsburgh and keep yourself there till eight o'clock on sunday night
1: yeah, I mean that that crossed my mind. I he may have had a personal reason uh you know or something else. But uh that's real challenge. I mean Robert Jackson will give you everything he's got. That's not enough uh to 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 do the job. Um and I think It may help a little bit if Robert Jackson has to play that you're playing the same opponent again.
0: But again, this kid really hasn't gotten any real time. So, I mean, it's not really essentially his fault. Um, you're down to the point of, you know, are you healthy? Are you a cornerback? Are you on the roster?
1: All right, you're up. Well, the the other problem is, is you know, again, you couldn't practice. So it's not like, <laughs> you know, if Robert Jackson was getting like two weeks of, or, you know, a full week of reps, you'd feel better about it. But again, what is he doing? Is he like covering, you know, neighborhood kids in the backyard. Like I, I don't, you know, that, that's where, <laughs> really, that's where I think people sort of undersell the challenge it, it, because they don't see practice. So it's hard to sort of like gauge just how impactful that is, but it's huge, huge. Uh, so those things are challenges. And it, you know, if, if Denzel Ward can come back, he will have no practice. Uh, so that, I mean, that's another issue. Obviously you'd rather have Ward out there, but no Ronnie Harrison is a huge loss. They're, they're, they're out of strong safeties at this point. If, if Carl Joseph goes down, maybe they put Tandrick Thompson over there, but it may be a dress. And he may finally get to dress this week with the Moffat news. We'll see. Right. Well, I, and he may. So, I mean, like, that's the challenge is like, it certainly makes the Juju Smith Schuster stuff look really small. And that he's sort of picking on a team that is out, out all their DBs because of COVID nineteen, uh, but uh, that's you know that's the that's the issue is is if the pass rush is effectively negated by just getting the ball out quickly, um, one of two things has to happen: the Browns have to be able to take away the deep ball uh, and sort of be able to tackle underneath, like the Bengals did, uh, or they have to find a way to either deflect a pass or find a way to ca- cause a turnover or something like that. But I think the reality is they need both. They need both of those things. I, I don't think they can consistently stop the Steelers passing the ball 40, 50 times if that's what it comes down to.
0: In, in my notes here, yeah, I mean, uh, if there's ever a week, somehow, some way, this defense could get a defensive score or at least get one, uh, get a turnover that somehow ends up with the Browns in possession in the red zone. Yeah, I mean, it, this is just simple stuff when you're talking, you know, the recipe for an upset. Um, Miles has had great success when he's been the true Miles Garrett against Andrew Villanueva. And we'll see if he's, you know, you know, more with it physically from his effects of COVID than he has been in previous weeks. If this could be the week where all of a sudden Miles Garrett starts to look like the Miles Garrett we've all known since 2017. Oh yeah. That'd be a stinking godsend. There's no way around it. Uh, Pete, what do you do with the situation of Chase Claypool? Um, look, uh, you know, he's just a mismatch for any single DB on this team. But the problem is, is if you start shading things to worry about a guy like Chase Claypool going vertical, you still got, you know, Juju and shut up, dude. You don't even want a playoff game with this franchise. You're talking like, you know, I mean, stop using the fact that you play for the Steelers, like the fact that you were part of what the Steelers glory run has been. That was just nonsense. That's what I got to say on this. But Deontay, Deontay Johnson, and these guys can just carve you up. Um, and there's James Washington who has had some success against his Browns franchise. Then you got to worry about a pain in the butt like Eric Ebron, who just when you think you really got good coverage everywhere, all of a sudden there he is between the hash marks, usually just waving at the quarterback going, woohoo, nobody's paying attention. Um, so it's t- difficult. I mean because you know Clay Paul, you know, his, his plays come in 35 40 yard chunks, but if you tro- if you, you try to you know put an onus on you know defending that you know, with extra help. There's just so many other guys out there running around who can get open as well.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, Chase Claypool is a mismatch. Uh, I assume his ankle is fine. Um, Robert Jackson may have to do it just on size. Uh, You know, Terrence Mitchell will play when he's over there, but I don't think they're going to shadow maybe they will. I mean, it is the playoffs, and maybe they're they're coming up with something. But, but I mean, can he's... you really ask Terrence Mitchell and say, yo, can you take this young thoroughbred for 60 minutes, bro? That's a tough, tough task. Well, I mean, and, and part of it is just going to be, you know, by coverage. I mean, you have to play – one would think you have to play more zone than you do traditionally, and maybe you try to do – Hell, some... you may even
0: drop a defensive lineman. I mean, it, it, something – I guess, well, they,
1: they, they have been. That's sort of the problem. Is like that was one of the frustrations with uh, some of the things the, the Browns were sort of left with. Is they kept dropping like Olivier Vernon and stuff in the coverage. He's pretty good at it. Miles Garrett had some pretty good coverage on uh, on uh, Vance McDonald on one play. So that's certainly an option. But I, 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 you know whether it's you know playing a real real. I, I think the Browns are basically playing quarters again. That's traditionally what they do. Uh, But, uh, you know, maybe you you mix in some robber type stuff to to try to fool Roethlisberger and catch him on something else. But, I mean, you're basically hoping that you play quarters, you force them to throw underneath, and then you tackle them. The problem is the first time around, the Browns didn't do that. And then they got exposed trying to come up and take that away, getting beat deep. So if they, they have to be assignment sound, they can't have the breakdowns they've had or they'll lose. Uh, So they have to be sound, and they have to be able to sort of limit the game and be able to extend drives and force the Steelers to sort of make their own mistakes and basically run into one of those situations where Roethlisberger just gets cold for a couple plays, and then they have to punt or kick a field goal because that's really all the Browns have been able to do. They just haven't had the defense all playing at the same time. that can sort of really fluster what this offense does well. It's just a really poor matchup from that standpoint. And uh, last one here on the defensive
0: side of the ball, based on the activity last week at linebacker of Jacob Phillips. um, And look, he's certainly most, the the freshest guy you have, Pete, it's inexcusable if any linebacker takes more reps than Jacob Phillips this week.
1: Well, certainly, uh, certainly can't see Mac Wilson on the field. And I'm fairly sure he blocked me on Twitter, uh, which by the way, he probably should. Um, well, let's just put it this way.
0: How did it take that long? But go ahead. Yeah, I mean uh, – At least he didn't threaten to beat you up like a certain former safety did, but that's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, and I said it was the game of – the play of his life. He was very upset about that. Um, he looked like Ken Griffey Jr. on that play. You weren't lying. Uh, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, so I uh, I, I just can't fathom you, you putting putting Mac Wilson on the field. He's he just absolutely miserable. Uh, it's a shame because there's, there's not a guy in the world who wants it more, but it, it's just not happening. But again. so, I mean, like Jacob Phillips is, is really well suited in this matchup, like I think more than a lot of them. Because the you know, other than some of the screen stuff that the Steelers do, uh, there isn't a ton of situations where he should be dealing with linemen or trash. It's basically just fly around and make tackles. In that sense, he's now. Bigger than most of the guys he's playing against, and that works for him. That's sort of the only issue. Uh that's sort of the only issue he's dealt with is he's just not, you know, he's 21. I mean, that's you know, physically uh he's undersized, so he's just not there yet. And and that can be an issue with, with dealing with some of the contact stuff, but he just flies around and make tackles, which is exactly what you need from him this week. I mean, in that sense, since Malcolm Smith uh is is a big question mark. Those are the types of linebackers that sort of thrive in this particular matchup. Uh, I don't think you need to put, you know, uh, you know, BJ Goodson's and the knock hockey. on BJ Goodson. He's been pretty consistent, but this isn't the matchup for him. Pittsburgh's not running the ball. Yeah, I mean, if they're not running it, that's what those guys do well, and it becomes a question of how's who, who who's going to defend that short passing game well. And I think Jacob Phillips might have the best shot in that sense. And if they get Malcolm Smith back. Uh, you know, then he could conceivably do that. Uh, so those, you know, those kind of tweener guys work well in this. It, you know, I know we've crushed him, uh, for any number of good reasons, but this might be, oh God, this is aspirational. Might be a good game or a good matchup for for uh, for the the former Bucks dude to come up and, and MJ Stewart for him to sort of. Actually, makes him plays because he's slightly bigger than a lot of their receivers, but he's small enough to run around, and that might actually help him. I don't have high expectations for him, but it actually might be less bad as a result. And, and look, made a play
0: against him last week, albeit you know it was Mason Rudolph, you know, had a uh, big turnover against Tennessee. Um, and you know, the guy was a former second round pick in the NFL. Granted, that doesn't mean much, but. There was a time where you know, people thought M.J. Stewart had a pretty good game. We are going to get – we've always done playoff picks on Lockdown Browns. It's a lot different this year because the Browns are in it. But we're going to continue that. We'll get to that here in a minute as we roll on through the final segment. And, again, your pregame Lockdown Browns, but playoff style. Are we ready for some football? Playoff football? Oh, of course we are. College football is headed to the national championship Monday night. A triple header in the NFL tomorrow, a triple header on Sunday. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Look, folks, there are six games this weekend, but the game of the week, obviously. Your Cleveland Browns traveling to Heinz Field, faced with Pittsburgh Steelers, currently a 6-point Favorite. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Okay, Peter, we are going to get into it. Six games on the slate this weekend. And as we were mentioning last night with Mark Sessler, I'm telling you folks, this seven playoff team. Per AFC, per NFC. This is going to be the case. The NFL is going to see the revenue that comes in this weekend, and they are not going to turn down the opportunity for more money. This is the way the NFL works, folks. Just accept it. I hope you enjoy it. And I don't think anybody's got a problem with more football. I most certainly don't. Pete, we don't have a ton of time to break them all down like we used to because we are actually covering the Browns here today as we are again having a playoff game Sunday night. First up on the docket, Pete. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, the Indianapolis Colts traveling to the Buffalo Bills.
1: Well, as much as I would say don't bet on Josh Allen, given what I've seen from the playoffs, Phillip Rivers, I I don't know how you can trust that, and the Bills are at home, and the Bills play defense. I think the Bills will win, and they may win convincingly uh, and, and cruise into that divisional round.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I think this game has boat race written all over it. Um, Buffalo is look, they're that bad as hot as the team can be right now. Uh, the way that offense is rolling, um, you know, Josh and and this these receivers. Um, I'm not sure if Cole Beasley will be a part of it. Not necessarily sure they actually even need Cole Beasley to be a part of it tomorrow. But for me, this game has boat race written all over it. So there you go, folks. Bills for Pete and for Jeff. Rams Seahawks
1: Pete your
0: four o'clock
1: game. So it, the Seahawks have not played particularly well down the stretch. However, saying that, I, I still, I, I I can't trust Jared Goff when he's healthy, and now he's not. Uh, I, I, there's nothing that makes me. I, 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 basically, am I, am I going to take? Uh, Russell Wilson over or, or, over Jared Goff and Russell Wilson's at home, hell no. So as much as the Seahawks' defense, you know, I don't love it, and I think they have some issues there, and the Seahawks don't score a ton of points, which defies any logical explanation given what they have. I still think the Seahawks will win.
0: Yeah, uh, look, I mean, this is, you know, for me, this, this is Russell Wilson's time. Um, I, I don't see him coming in here and, you know, walking out. With, you know, with, with, you know, without a win to show in the playoffs, uh, they just, they find a way they're, they're more, you know, readily available present for the playoffs is it's, it's what they do. Um, and there'll be something wonky where they get like a hundred yard rushing effort from somebody, which is the weirdest thing because, you know, the running game is usually, they're just going to get it done. It's just the way Seattle works as a three point favorite at home in Seattle. Pete, I mean, I'm not thrilled about this Saturday night matchup. And, look, I get it. It's Tom Brady. But, I mean, good Lord, it doesn't have to be put in every big-time opportunity, prime-time-wise. Oh, my God, I'm sick and tired of it. That being said, uh, Tampa Bay against the Washington football team. And I'll tell you, Pete, with this game being, uh, I guess, Tampa Bay at this point currently is dropping you know, is an eight-point favorite I think people are sleeping on this Washington defensive line and there could be times in this game where this Washington defensive line makes Tom Brady look a hell of a lot older than 43.
1: Washington defensive line is, is, is obviously, you know, the reason to watch this game, but the Tampa Bay Bucks offensive line is good enough save for left tackle, which is bad uh, that they will, even if Tom Brady spikes the ball five or six times throughout the game, I think they'll be fine. Uh, you know, they, the Washington's not even sure their quarterback is at this point. Uh, it might be Taylor Heineke, which would be kind of interesting. They just don't have enough on offense. Uh, they have been scrambling all year to put up points, and they need their defense to score. So unless Tom Brady's going to throw them a couple touchdowns, which he's done in the past – I think even though t- the the Bucks are a are, are really flawed team and extremely overrated, I don't know how the hell uh, th- you you let uh, both linebackers make second team All-Pro and Levante Davis is the only one who's good. Uh, I understand the statistical a- aspect of that. But nevertheless, uh, uh, Tampa Tampa will win. Bruce Arians will still find somebody to throw into the bus on his team.
0: Uh, I think Tampa's going to win. I think this game is going to be a hell of a lot closer than anybody Anticipates. I, I think this watching the defensive line for me, this just seems like this is going to be a coming out party where I think the entire, you know, basically everyone is going to get a glimpse of how good this Washington defensive line is. Uh again, getting you know, a little tight on time. Uh Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. Pete, I'll go first here. Um, the Ravens are favored. The game is in Tennessee. The last two times these teams have played, Tennessee has won. Uh, I understand Tennessee's defense is not very good. Baltimore has zero answers on how to stop Derrick Henry. Uh, yeah, the Ravens are the favorites. I, I, I have Tennessee winning this game, and I wouldn't be shocked if it wasn't that close. They seem to kind of have a, like a little bit of a cavorka on Lamar Jackson. And if you are as a defense have no answer on how to stop Derrick Henry, I'm not sure how you beat this team.
1: Look to me, this is. Uh, this is the bulls going up against the Pistons and the Titans are the Pistons and they're beating up Michael Jordan and everybody else. I think the Titans have their number in terms of physicality and until the Ravens can get through that, uh, it's not going to change. And I don't think they have it this year. I don't think they're physical enough. So I've got the Titans.
0: Wow. So even Steven up until this point, um, this one, look, I mean, it's kind of laughable. You know, Chicago Bears, God bless them, somehow into this party. And for my brother-in-law, Keith, uh, I'm happy for you, brother. Uh, for a guy who didn't even want to watch the Bears this year, found a way to get himself in. Chicago Bears, head to the Saints. Saints are favored by 10. Uh, you know, I don't know if 10's enough. Pete, I, I think the Saints win this one, and they win it handedly as long as these players coming back in Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, look like the players we've grown accustomed to seeing.
1: Oh. Yeah, the Saints. Uh, the Saints got Alvin Kamara back, uh, and they play defense. And I think they're going to be fine for now. They, they, they we obviously miss uh, future Cleveland Browns defensive end uh, Trey Hendrickson. <laughs> I've been watching.
0: I've been watching you.
1: Well, look, Olivier Vernon's injury. All of a sudden, it's like, why not? I mean, they, 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 they the Saints can't keep him. But anyway, yeah, I have got the Saints. Yeah, that one's an easy one.
0: Okay, and. The final game of the weekend, we will go prediction time. Cleveland Browns traveling to Pittsburgh Steelers. Still feels weird to say this and say playoffs in the same sentence, and it's almost been a damn week now. Currently a six-point favorite of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pete, Brown Steelers, we hit this record button Sunday night, and, folks, look, we will have it for you. You'll have it up within an hour of the final whistle, and we ain't going to stop doing this now uh, as far as primetime games. We will be here for you. Pete, we hit this record button Sunday night. What is the final outcome?
1: Yeah, I, I hate it, but uh, I'm picking the Steelers. Uh, I between the number of challenges the Browns are facing, and the just uh, the, the matchups that just do not favor them, uh, I think the Browns will give everything they have, and it might be closer than it has any business being. But I, I. I it, you can't not practice, you can't lose everybody, and you can't suddenly have a a, a new coaching operation and expect it will go well enough. While well, the Steelers have basically been able to sit back and cruise, uh you know, resting guys and, and getting healthier. So just, I, I mean, I, I would love nothing more than be able to talk about a Herculean effort where Baker Mayfield – torches them for, you know, 350 yards and four touchdowns. And, and, and we're talking about the next round. And, and, you know, I would ha- happily be wrong on that, but, but I do pick the, I do have the Steelers.
0: Look, I, I told you all, and you've listened to episodes this week. And I'm going to find a way to talk myself into it um, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Do I understand everything, but you know, for all you listeners, uh, for all of your fans, for everything you've dealt with, Uh, I'm going to find a way to BS myself into believing this is going to happen Sunday night. Uh, I don't care if it's Rudy, give me whatever inspirational movie story you want or, you know, Coach Harmon, Boone taking the team, running through the woods to get everybody ready. This team is going to come to play Sunday night. Uh, Will some of the losses be too much? It's certainly a possibility. Um, But you have players on this team who are going to play in this game who are capable to help to pull this off. Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, possibly a Denzel Ward. You have some stars on this team. You need some star efforts out of some star players. And for the sake of fact that I don't want to ha- have the same six picks as Pete, so we'll have somebody who'll be in the lead after this weekend, somehow, some way, through the greatest grace of the good Lord above, the Cleveland Browns will find a way to pull this one off on Sunday night, in the big stupid ketchup bottle, with no fans in the stadium, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, the, he the, is. The Bronx, beat, go
1: ahead. I was gonna say the Browns should be watching the replacements for one and two. Hey, you're tired bro. of losing. I would, you know, the, all the more reason for you to pick the same way as me. Yeah, I would have won
0: last year if I just had more faith in my tennis. And you knew it. and still aggravates me. That's all right. We're fine with that, though. This is, um, I'm sorry, he is Pete Smith of uh, Sports Illustrated's Browns Digest. Uh, Pete and his team have done a fantastic job chronicling an incredible 2020 regular season, getting you guys amped up for the 2020 NFL playoffs. Make sure you're checking it out on sportsillustrated.com. Make sure you are following my man, my brother, my amigo, good or bad, always here with me, at Pete Smith underscore. I'll show myself at LockdownBrowns, follow back account. DMs are always open, things you want, questions, guys, I will be around. I'm I, i, I I'm going to be, literally, I am going to be bouncing off the walls come 8-15 Sunday night. But, hey, we, everybody's waiting for it. Everybody wants it. Let's go have this opportunity. Me, personally, follow on Twitter, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. DMs are open over there as well, questions, ideas, and, you know, we're, it's going to be jumping. It's certainly going to be jumping Sunday night. Hopefully, we get, you know, a full three hours to enjoy this moment and just get the greatest game possible, win or lose. And, you know, we can all go to bed and say, hey, they gave everything they had. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the yellow B. Let's go Browns.